Hello and welcome to CCTV's Channel 17 and Town Meeting Television. I'm Matt Kelly with another in our live candidate forums for Town Meeting 2020. On this show, we'll be dealing with Burlington City Council candidates from Ward 2, returning Max Tracy, progressive incumbent, as well as Democratic challenger Ryan Nick. We have callers standing by to ask our candidates questions. We'll get to your calls in just a moment. Again, if you do have a question, that number to dial is 862-3966. We'll begin with opening statements from each of our candidates, and we'll begin with Ryan Nick. Thank you. Uh, I'm Ryan Nick, and I'm running for Ward 2 City Council. Uh, I was born up at Fletcher Allen and raised in, Burlington, uh, raised in Vermont. After returning from college, I chose to live in the old North End. And, you know, I'm running for city council because I'm worried that Burlington may not be a place that I can stay uh, long term. I want it to be. I love living here. I've lived here for past five years or so. Um, and I really want to see, you know, effective change happen in Burlington. Uh, you know, I'd like to, Burlington's going to change no matter what happens. Um, you know, regardless of what we say and do, it's going to change. So I'd like to be the you know, one of the people who helps decide what that change looks like and make sure it's appropriate for Burlington. Oh, very good. Uh, Max Tracy, uh, progressive incumbent, um, your opening statement about why you'd like yeah, to return to the council. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Matt. I'm running for city council because I'm not done fighting for the old North End. I've been on the city council for the last eight years, and that's been one of the greatest honors of my life, getting to work alongside and with so many wonderful neighbors in the old North End. And sometimes that collaboration has looked like going to a public works commission meeting to advocate for traffic calming. Other times it's meant just having dinner with folks at the community dinner at the MPA, or other times it's really been about, you know, volunteering at the Ramble and having fun together in the, in the neighborhood. But that's been the joy uh, of this role, has been working with and getting to know this neighborhood and representing the interests of this neighborhood at the City Council. I think we're at a crucial moment in Burlington where we need uh, experienced leadership and leadership that's not afraid to challenge this administration and hold them accountable. With so many projects either stalled um, or just not happening, we need people who have, sh have a proven track record of experience, um, who are holding people accountable um, for their actions, whether it's uh, on issues like the mall or police accountability. Um, but also people who are able to balance that, that need with a need for collaboration. And I've worked with, with people across party lines on things like the opiate crisis, as well uh, as things like um, city finances and getting the, the, the city's finances back in, uh, back in order. So um, I have the, the necessary experience, the drive, as well as the, the, needed, perspe the needed perspective to hold the administration accountable uh, moving forward. Very good. We have a, uh, a number of calls coming into our uh, uh, telephone line. Again, that number is 862-3966. We'll go to our first caller here. Caller, thank you for dialing in. You're live on the air here on our live candidate forum with Ward 2 candidates Max Tracy and uh, Ryan Nick. Do you have a, a question for our candidates? I do. Uh, what is that question? I'm going to ask what they have done slash what will they do to improve the lives of the homeless? Very good. Thank you, caller. The question is about uh, uh, improving the lives of homeless. Max, we'll begin with you. Absolutely. I think that the city of Burlington needs to continue to make progress on a, on a housing first model where we where we put people in housing and expand access to housing. I was in support of uh, and voted for funding for a, a wet shelter in Burlington that gets people um, off the street on the coldest nights and make sure that they have a, a, a place to go. I've supported the 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 um, the the 
the, the continued operation of that. And I think we also need to address um, issues uh, relating to, to homelessness, specifically around um, the access to access to, to bathrooms in, in the downtown, making sure that we have more uh, public restrooms available. And then I think that there's a broader point that we need to make sure that we're not addressing homelessness through criminalization, um, but rather root addressing root causes um, that are that are that are contributing to the, that experienceness experience of homelessness. And Ryan Nick, your answer to the question about how would you address uh, the needs of homelessness uh, in our city? Yeah, I think um, a lot of the points that Max made were excellent. Um, I think we absolutely need to move to a housing first model um, and continue to support the wet shelter for people to get off the streets during our cold winter months. I think it would be beneficial if we could look at the success we've had uh, facing the opioid crisis um, and take sort of that hub and smoke bottle and make sure we can apply it to homelessness. Um, and to solve that crisis. Uh, there's no reason in a city with the resources that Burlington has that homelessness should be this bad in our city. And so I think, you know, if we can take sort of the passion that we took to the opioid crisis and apply it to the homelessness crisis, I think that would be huge in uh, taking care of this problem. Very good, we'll move right on to our uh, next caller on the line. Caller, you're live on the air here in our uh, live candidate forum with Ward 2 candidates, Max Tracy and Ryan Nick. Do you have a question for either candidate or both candidates? Yes, I do. Please ask that question. I'm wondering what each of the candidates believe is the biggest issue facing either Ward 2 or Burlington right now. Very good. Uh, Ryan, Nick, we'll begin with you. What do you see as the biggest issue that's uh, impacting the uh, uh, residents of your ward or the uh, city of Burlington? Uh, I think the answer for both the ward and the city are the same. Um, it's housing, uh, the cost of housing uh, and the uh, sort of the vacancy rate, I suppose. Um, I'm a renter and, you know, I, I like where I live right now, but, you know, I've looked to move around the city um, and have, you know, changed apartments in the past. And there's not a lot out there. Um, and what is out there is expensive and it's uh, not of great quality. Um, you know, uh, I think I looked at a couple of articles in preparation uh, for my run for city council and housing has been an issue for the past, you know, five, 10, 15 years. And so there really, it doesn't seem like a lot of progress has been made on this. Um, you know, I'm sure, you know, there are housing developments in the works and, you know, plans for, you know, more housing units. But I think it's crucial that we get more housing built that is both in character and scale with Burlington. Max Tracy, is housing our biggest uh, challenge for Ward 2 in the city or do you see something as a higher priority? Uh, absolutely. Housing is definitely the, the biggest concern for, for residents uh, living in the city. Um, and I think that we've seen, I, I think we see a real ideological difference between my opponent and myself in this matter. I think he's advocating for constructing more housing and deregulation of housing resources in order to, or of housing um, develop, uh, development processes in order to spur that creation. That uh, has been sort of the, the model that this administration has embraced. And we've seen a lot of housing and a lot of development take place as a result of that. But what we haven't seen is as a result of that, that sort of supply side thinking is rents come down. We have not seen that. So I think we need to do more and rethink some of the strategies. I think we do need to have a conversation around rent control and rent stabilization in this city um, because rents are, too, are, are out of control in this city. And I think we need to, to, to look towards new strategies because um, what we're doing, while it may have prevented the crisis from getting worse, it certainly has not helped uh, to bring those rents down. Very good. Uh, we'll move right on to our next caller. Caller, you're live on the air here with Channel 17 Live Candidate Forum for Ward 2 uh, Burlington City Council candidates Max Tracy and Ryan Nick. Do you have a question for our candidates? And if so, please ask it. Yeah, um, I just wanted to ask 
how or if they think that politics at the national level impact politics here at the local level. Very good. Thank you, candidate. Uh, caller. Uh, Ryan, we'll begin with you on that. Do you think uh, national politics is uh, affecting us locally here? Uh, absolutely. Um, I mean, especially within the past, uh, since 2016, I suppose, you see people wanting to get out and get more involved in their local politics, which I think is great. Um, you know, people being more invested in their communities is, you know, a, a good thing all around. But I think we're also seeing the acidity of the national politics uh, also filter down into Burlington. Uh, D.C. doesn't need to become Burlington or Burlington doesn't need to become D.C. Um, you know, I think we have these divides in Burlington where it's, you know, Democrats versus progressives versus, well, they're not really Republicans, but, um, you know, we agree on probably 80% of things. Um, and if we can focus on that 80%, I think we can make real effective change in Burlington as opposed to sort of uh, bickering and arguing over the 20% where we might have small differences in opinion. Max Tracy, national politics uh, impacting us here locally? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that we're seeing troubling trends around, um, you know, the, the rise of sort of the alt-right and um, race, you know, racism, transphobia, homophobia, all of those things, you know, uh, Islamophobia, all of those things rising uh, in our country. And that definitely has an impact. And I think that the city council plays a role in pushing back against that and showing leadership. And that's why I was happy to sign on to a resolution um, last, uh, last week, um, you know, basically um, advocating for um, trans rights and making sure that we are uh, affirming trans individuals in our community. And so I think that when we see that national politics creeping in, that we absolutely do need to confront it and stand up to it. I think the other piece, though, is that there are real differences between uh, Democrats and progressives on the council and that there is ideal that there are ideological differences there. Um, so um, we need to make sure that we're um, really uh, being honest about the fact that there are real differences, I don't necessarily think that it's as, as as simple as just you know working you know always working together. I think that there are real differences there. We have to be civil about how we work through those differences. But I think there are big differences between the way that Mayor that Mayor Merle Weinberger sees things and the way that I see things. Very good. We'll uh, continue to move right on. We have a, a, a lively evening here with uh, a number of calls coming in uh, live to our studio. We're uh, speaking now with a caller live on the air. Uh, do you have a question? And if so, please ask it of our candidates, Max Tracy and Ryan Nick. Yes, I do have a question. Uh, if elected and as a, for Max, as a current city councilor, uh, what will each of you do about the City Place project, and what are your thoughts on that? Ah, very good. Good question. Max, we'll begin with you. City Place, your thoughts. What's uh, the next step? Yeah, so as someone who opposed the project vigorously, I was the only one to vote against the pre-development agreement. I voted against the, the, the development agreement as well as the zoning uh, changes required to make it go to 14 stories. I think that if the city and if others had listened to me um, more in, in advantage, we might be in a very different place because what, what we were saying is that the, city, that the city place project was too big, it was out of scale for Burlington, and lo and behold, that became true. But I told you so is not enough. We need to continue to hold this developer accountable and we need to rebuild trust with the public because time and time again the developers come before the city council and not given us clear answers about where the project stands time and time again they've made a promise that construction will start or if if only we give them this this additional um, this additional sort of benefit or this additional sort of uh, dispensation that they'll be able to move forward and time and time again that hasn't been true so I think that the time for playing nice with with city place and with Brookfield is over and we need to continue to hold them accountable uh, to the promises that they made and make sure that they engage the public moving forward in this project so that we get something that fits our community uh, and that addresses our needs. 
Ryan Nick, City Place, your thoughts? Uh, I also think that we need to absolutely hold the developer accountable. Um, you know, again, there have been lots of starts and stops with this project, and I think the communication, uh, both from the developer and the city, hasn't been sufficient uh, so that the public understood what uh, was really being, you know, what the starts and stops were and what the delays in the project were. Uh, that being said, I think while we do need to prioritize the construction of the project, I was encouraged with their update on Thursday. Uh, saying that they'll start construction sometime in the fall, but it goes along the lines of I'll believe it when I see it. Um, I think from the city's perspective, we need to prioritize reopening the city streets of Pine Street and St. Paul uh, to improve access between uh, the old north end and the south end, uh, both uh, biking and walking and making the city a more pleasant place to live. Very good. We'll uh, continue to go right uh, to another caller here live on the air. Uh, we're taking live questions at 862-3966 for Ward 2 uh, City Council candidates, uh, Max Tracy and Ryan Nick. Caller, do you have a question uh, for our candidates? And if so, uh, please ask it. Yes, there's been some discussion at City Council about accessory dwelling units. And I'd like to know what both uh, candidates feel about non-owner occupied ADUs. Thank you, caller. Non-occupied ADUs. I'll leave that to you, Ryan. I think uh, the call may have been about owner-occupied ADUs, um, which, you know, ADUs are an important part of our housing uh, toolbox, if you will. Um, it allows for more units at, you know, relatively easy development. Um, and so I think, you know, owner-occupied ADUs, however, um, are probably not the route to go because I think they encourage uh, the owners of these units um, to sort of skirt the rules a little bit. Okay. Uh, Max, your response to the caller's question? Um, so as it currently stands, I believe that the, the, the requirement is written to require that, the, that, the, that someone be on the property uh, as an owner-occupier. And what we've seen in other cities is that when they've rolled out similar requirements that you don't see quite as many built because there are issues with getting, getting financing in order to build those uh, from banks and, and, uh, and other entities. And so it is a real challenge. At the same time, I think that there is valid and real concern among residents, especially in the areas around the university, uh, around whether they'll uh, that you know, not having a, an owner-occupied rule uh, in it um, would prevent would would allow for more college housing and more dense college housing likely to be occupied by college students. So I certainly understand that concern, but I think that we need to take a balanced approach that hopefully looks at trying to recognize the needs uh, of the city to generate um, those, you know, that, that, uh, those additional units, but also making sure that we're doing so in, in a way that doesn't uh, impact uh, neighborhood quality of life negatively. Okay. More calls coming in live here on uh, Channel 17's Candidate Forum for Town Meeting 2020. We're speaking with uh, Ward 2 City Councilors, uh, candidates Max Tracy and Ryan Nick. We're going live to a uh, caller here. Do you have a question for either candidate or both candidates, caller? Yeah, hi. Um, I have a question that's directed at both candidates. Um, as a resident of Burlington, I'm um, increasingly concerned about sort of the idea of privatizing aspects of our city. Um, something that did not pass last year was the downtown improvement district, the DID. And I'm just kind of curious where the two candidates stand on this idea of handing um, more and more of our city over to developers. Okay, thank you, caller. We're uh, going to narrow that a little bit and specifically mm -hmm. talk about the DID mm -hmm. and then the city assets as it specifically relates to Memorial Auditorium and Moran which are pretty much the two major city assets that are sitting uh, in front of us. We've sort of city, talked about City Place, but that is not 
a city asset, mm -hmm. okay? So uh, if you could uh, respond to the caller's questions with that, those parameters. Sure, um, I think in regards to the DID, um, it was unfortunate to see a lot of misinformation around it. And, you know, essentially what it was doing is expanding the benefits of Church Street to the side streets um, and advancing the vitality of the downtown. I don't think there was, uh, we weren't selling off Church Street or College Street or Bank Street. I, I think that is a bit of a mischaracterization of what the DID was. Um, in regards to Moran, I think the new proposal, the frame proposal is uh, a great step in the right direction. Uh, disappointed by the recent cost increases, but I understand that was from contaminants discovered in the paint, um, which is unfortunate, but so it goes. Um, with Memorial, I think the city needs to aggressively move forward with that project. Um, you know, it's uh, been neglected for far too long by the city of Burlington, and you know, the costs keep going up, and it's an older building that needs a lot of work. Um, it needs to be a community space for music venues, arts, farmers markets, uh, et cetera. Um, and it's just unfortunate that due to the inaction of the city of Burlington that it's fallen into such disrepair and will require a uh, significant uh, investment just to bring it up to code, just to keep the wall standing um, without even you know, really improving the space to bring it up to a 21st century model. Uh, full disclosure, uh, my father owns the building next to it and you know, I have a vested interest in seeing that gateway block redeveloped into something uh, much grander. Uh, like that gateway block has such incredible potential and it's one of the things that really inspired me to get involved uh, with city politics. Um, you know, we've held on to that building for, Jesus, 20 years now, um, and would love to see the motel torn down. Um, but, you know, we need the city to work with us to do that. And, you know, I think the potential of that block is great. Um, and we need to move forward with Memorial uh, as soon as possible. That being said, on a final note, uh, we've reached out to the city's attorney's office and regarding conflict of interest policy, and I'll follow whatever their advice is. Max, uh, your uh, response to the caller's question regarding uh, city assets, and we're just again going to kind of limit it to the DID, the Downtown Improvement District, right. uh, its expansion and it going down to defeat last year, as well as the city assets, specifically Memorial and Moran. Yep, so on the DID, I opposed it. I thought that it was p concentrating power in private hands and expand and taking what is a public model through the Church Street Marketplace currently and creating a new structure um, that would uh, unfortunately tip the balance in uh, more of a private direction than I, thought was, than I thought was necessary or positive for the city of Burlington. I opposed it and 72% of people in Ward 2 opposed it. I don't think that 72% of people in Ward 2 were confused. I think that they legitimately studied the issue and were opposed to it. And this is a big difference between my opponent and I. He actively campaigned for the downtown improvement district and the privatization. I opposed it. We stood at the polls holding different signs. I opposed it. 72% of, of the constituents in Ward 2 agreed with my position on that. In terms of Moran, uh, I think we've seen uh, a lot of, we need to move forward with the frame concept. I I fully support it. It's much more cost effective than demolishing it. Um, so I, and I was a longtime advocate for maintaining public ownership and access on the waterfront. I'm not about, I, I, I fully believe that Burlington is not for sale and that we should not be privatizing assets. It's that same lens that I apply to Memorial where I think that we need to be very wary of public-private partnerships and making sure that community benefits are included in any redevelopment plan. I also think that we need to make sure that we, that we 
we create a teen center um, and that, that replaces or, or, or builds on the work um, that, was, that was already happening there in 242 Maine. That was a, a phenomenal facility and I think that any redevelopment of, uh, of Memorial needs to include a space for teens in the community to go uh, and plug in and, uh, and, and, and get engaged. Uh, we only have uh, limited time left here on our uh, uh, show here, and we uh, uh, continue to have callers dialing in. So we'll go right next to our uh, caller here online. I apologize. Uh, caller, you're live on the air with uh, Ward 2 City Council uh, candidates Max Tracy and Ryan Nick. Do you have a question for both or for either candidates? Yes. Hi, my name's Annie. I'm a Ward 2 resident. Uh, my question is for Ryan. Uh, Ryan, could you tell us about what you've done for the Old North End? Good question. Thank you, caller. Uh, what have you done for the Old North End and Ward 2, Ryan? Uh, that's a great question. Um, you know, I've lived here for many years and, you know, it, it, I've been a resident, um, a resident of the Old North End and someone that has, you know, tried to get more engaged um, with the city of Burlington. Uh, you know, I, I've loved living here and I just, I guess I'm running for city council, A, to get more involved and B, to make sure that everyone's voice is heard on the city council. We'll move right on to our next caller here. Caller, you're live on the air with uh, Ward 2 City Council candidates Max Tracy and Ryan Nick. Do you have a question for either candidate or both candidates? Yes, my question is for both candidates. Um, did you support the mayor in his re-election campaign, and do you support him now? Very good. Uh, Max, we'll uh, direct that question to you. Uh, I did not support the, the mayor, and I um, do not, I, you know, I have a very... Um, you know, interesting relationship with the mayor. I have been uh, opposed to many of the different, many of the things that he has, has put forward, whether it was selling uh, Burlington Telecom to Shures, whether it was um, supporting the F-35s, whether it was, um, you know, the way that he handled the, the police scandal and covering up um, important information um, regarding the chief's behavior, um, whether it was the mall. I've, uh, you know, really, tried to hold this administration accountable and have and have, have meaningfully opposed them, but, but at the same time also work to find common ground to address uh, issues uh, like the opiate crisis. I serve on the Comstat with the mayor and have worked uh, with with the mayor and other Democrats like Karen Paul on that issue. I also have worked uh, with, with the mayor on uh, and the CAO on a number of budgets and have supported um, the, the budgets uh, that have been brought forward. I also um, supported things like the fiscal stability bond that have helped to improve our credit rating and get city finances in order. So I think it's a little bit of a, that, that I, I think that we need to find some common ground, but that I'm by no means a rubber stamp for this administration. Uh, Ryan Nick, do you support uh, Mayor Weinberger in his uh, previous uh, uh, election, re-election bid, and uh, do you support him now? Uh, if I recall correctly, I do believe I voted for the mayor uh, in the last election. That being said, I think uh, the Weinberger administration has been a bit of a mixed bag. I think there have been a lot of pros, um, specifically around the city finances and the opioid crisis and how that's been addressed. Um, that being said, uh, I think the lack of communication and the lack of transparency with the public, um, I was knocking doors over the weekend and people had a lot of questions about sort of basic either city functions or city projects. And um, I, get a I think, uh, you know, the administration could do a lot more in uh, communicating uh, better to the public. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, Max, you want to respond? Yeah, absolutely. I think that, you know, I've been there, the, the one who's actually been there holding the administration accountable, asking the tough questions and doing the, and putting in the work to, to really, um, you know, 
uh, hold this administration accountable. I think that um, it's really important also to understand that when you run with a party and when you sign up with that party that you are committing to caucusing, you know, in many ways with that, that party and to working with those, the, the, those counselors. And so I think it's a bit naive to say that you're running as a Democrat, but then to uh, basically uh, say that you're not going to be holding the administration uh, or that the administration is, uh, is not accountable. I think that it, it, it's in essence trying to have your cake and eat it too. So I think that in me you have someone who's shown that they can work with the administration uh, on a number of issues but at the same time hold them accountable in a way that's civil and, and that, that helps to, to bring necessary transparency and accountability. Uh, we're going to move right on to some uh, questions here from our uh, uh, question sheet that went to both candidates here to get their response to some of these uh, questions we posed to both of them. Uh, we'll begin with you, um, uh, Ryan. What are your thoughts on the next 10 years for commercial development in Burlington downtown? Well, I think uh, Burlington has uh, an incredible incredible assets with Church Street, the waterfront, um, the university, and, you know, the, proximate, the state of Vermont as well. Um, and so I think the effect of Amazon and other, you know, e-commerce um, hasn't really impacted the downtown necessarily. Uh, I know Church Street remains strong and the, there's been recent development on the North Winooski Avenue corridor and Pine Street that, you know, has brought new signs of life to those neighborhoods. Um, you know, I think with this new development, we need to keep in mind that we should make these new amenities uh, and, you know, places to shop accessible for everyone. Um, but I think Burlington has, you know, such a good, you know, atmosphere, culture, um, and draw that I think the next 10 years for commercial development is good in Burlington. Max, your thoughts for the next 10 years for commercial development in the next 10 years for the downtown core? Yeah, so we need to, to continue to, pri to prioritize affordability in the downtown core. All too often I hear from old North Enders that they just, they, they don't go downtown because they don't feel like uh, there's something there for them that they can afford, that they can use. So I think that prioritizing affordability is crucial uh, in, terms of the, in terms of resources. I think it's also really important that we prioritize basic needs, things like, you know, the hardware store, things like banking needs, things like groceries and food needs, making sure that people have access to affordable uh, goods like that, uh, I think will be crucial towards moving forward, uh, uh, you know, in terms of in, in creating a city that works for everybody. Great. Uh, looks like we have one more caller here, so we'll uh, try to take this caller live uh, as we wrap up our live show here with Ward 2 uh, City Council candidates Max Tracy and Ryan Nick. Caller, do you have a question for both or either candidates? I, uh, I have a question for Max. Uh, it's about his policy of not voting for department heads uh, if they don't live in the city. So since Max was elected, I think he's voted in favor of a man for the position of Church Street Marketplace Director, uh, despite the fact that he didn't live in Burlington. But recently there have been some women appointed, uh, one in particular to that same position, and Max voted no. Uh, I'm, there seems to be a discrepancy there. Is that a gender-based? Uh, so it was a question about supporting uh, department heads uh, and the requirement to live in the city. Uh, do you want to address that? No, that? I've, I, I think the, the, the caller has it wrong. Um, Ron Redman was uh, the head of the Church Street Marketplace prior to when I got there. Um, so he was already in place um, and he had served in the, in the marketplace for, for several years prior to me having been there. So that wasn't a decision uh, that I made um, to confirm Ron in that position. Um, my position has been and I've been consistent on regardless of, of, of gender or other identity uh, is that um, 
department heads should live in Burlington. I think that they should have, um, they should, you know, live our pleasures, live our pains, and, and really have uh, a full stake in the game and show that by living in Burlington. And I've been consistent about that, um, you know, where, you know, and I've been very honest with people that I, I, I have this as a matter of principle. I hold people c consistently accountable. I've voted against um, people because of this principle of all different identities. And um, I look um, primarily, I try to be, maintain consistency across the board on that, um, regardless of identity. Uh, the caller was questioning Max and, and that commitment, uh, given some of the votes that Max has made. Do you have any comment on the caller's question and Max's uh, answer to it? Uh, I guess more of a process question for Max, if that's appropriate. We uh, have a very limited time. So. Sure. Uh, I was just, do you have to reconfirm Church Street Marketplace executive directors on an annual basis? Uh, yes, we do have to reconfirm uh, all department heads on an annual basis. And once someone has been uh, put into that position, I don't think that I, you know, I haven't voted against re the reconfirmation process of people mm -hmm. um, because I felt like, you know, that would be opening. You know, I don't, I don't think that, that that that's appropriate for departmental continuity. So I've said up front when we have a chance to to bring someone new on board that I think that that person that at that point that person should live in Burlington. But if it's a process of bringing people, you know, who are already serving in that that role, who. I'm already working with. I'm not in favor of, and I don't think it's good government to just to to bring them to to bring them out um, after they've after that confirmation. So I make my point, uh, but then I think I'm also reasonable about it. Okay, great. Time now for our uh, final uh, closing statements from each of our candidates here on our uh, live candidate forum, and we'll begin with Max Tracy. Yeah. So I am. Uh, so excited to be running for Ward 2 uh, City Councilor again. Like I said before, I absolutely love serving this neighborhood and have spent um, s the last eight years tirelessly working um, on behalf of residents in Ward 2 to make sure, um, and the Old North End, to make sure that our neighborhood is, is, is as livable uh, as it can possibly be. And so I look forward to, to continuing to work with those residents on, on those issues, to continue that collaboration, but also to, to continue to emphasize um, and address crucial issues that are facing our city. Climate crisis. We absolutely have to address the climate crisis by getting more bike lanes, by making it uh, more walkable, by expanding transit and, fair f and, and hopefully getting to a system of fair free transit. We need to expand the McNeil plant and get more uh, uh, and address the heating, the heating and cooling needs of the city by creating a district energy system. We need to weatherize apartments. Uh, we need to do so much to address the climate crisis. We also need to address the affordability crisis in housing by making sure that we're exploring not only uh, these ideas that we can just you know, build our way out of the housing crisis, but we need to be looking into new policies uh, like rent control and rent stabilization, as well as enhancing renters' rights um, to make sure that renters uh, have uh, the support that they need to, to live in a safe, uh, beautiful, uh, beautiful community. And so I think that those things are, are, are what I'm looking to emphasize moving forward and, and what I want to want to bring, continue to bring to the city council if reelected. Very good. Thank you, Max. And Ryan Nick, your closing statement. So. I've lived in the Old North End for many years now, um, and I absolutely love it. And I really look forward to serving uh, Ward 2 in the Old North End on the city council. Uh, Burlington is at somewhat of a crossroads right now. Um, we've seen you know, the problems that we currently have. Um, they've been problems for quite a while. And I think it's time for change in Burlington, both Burlington and Ward 2. Uh, we need to build more housing and you know, in appropriate levels in you know, mainly our downtown core and you know, preserve the characters of our neighborhood, even as they change. Um, 
you know, I think the climate crisis is a huge problem as well. Uh, you know, I bike to work every day, and I think Burlington needs to make robust investments in our bike infrastructure. I think the sort of half measures that we've seen uh, on the bike lanes that, you know, they get, you know, plowed over by the snow plows, and, you know, even I just, you know, don't use them. And so I think, you know, these, we need to get real um, about bike infrastructure and walkability um, and stop sort of, you know, messing around the edges. So, and I think this will go a long way to reducing our reliance on single occupancy vehicles. Um, and, you know, I think Burlington can be a real leader uh, nationally on climate change. Um, also, I, you know, just really love Burlington and the city. And I think we can be a much greater place than we are now. Thank you. Very good. Thank you, Ryan. My thanks to both Max and Ryan for joining us here at the debate table here this evening. Now it's up to you. All you have to do is go to the polls Tuesday, March 3rd, and cast your ballot. If you can't make it there that day, you can request an early ballot at your local town clerk. Complete the ballot and mail the ballot. And then join us for complete election night results for Town Meeting 2020 right here on Channel 17 beginning at 7 p.m. For all of us at CCTV, I'm Matt Kelly. Thank you for watching.